Today is Monday, April 4th, 2022, and Joe Biden just impeached himself. Why do we say that? Well, breaking reports this weekend show that Joe Biden is pushing for prosecution of his own political enemies and mounting pressure on his own attorney general for those prosecutions. Other presidents have been impeached for obstruction of justice, and we tell you all of the details on this show. Some of the foremost legal minds in America are demanding a special counsel be interned to investigate the Biden crime family. This is not good. As Joe Biden's chief of staff has to sweat and squirm, asked about the Biden family criminality on national television this week, Trump's holding massive rallies and roasting Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, and Hillary Clinton. You don't want to miss it. He was in rare form on Saturday. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. The uh, Republicans take over the House and the Senate. That will be the end of the beginning of the end for this country. And the midterm elections, especially uh, if you have a significant uh, win uh, for a Trump-led Republican Party, means that 2024 is going to be seen as illegitimate and potentially a constitutional crisis. I'm worried that if Republicans uh, win in the midterm elections, uh, that voting as we know it in this country will be gone. And a key thing to understand why Republicans are optimistic next year, even if they're you know, sort of waving themselves and wrapping themselves in a Trump burrito, is they're going to cheat. Can the president provide the kind of relief that is necessary to prevent a Democratic route in November? What can President Biden do? Still a lot of time, but time is drawing near before the midterm. What do you need from the president to improve Democrats' chances in 2022? Do you think that this at least is helping the Democrats and helping the White House? Can you smell the fear? I can smell it. It's delicious. It smells like a caramel macchiato and a scone fresh out of the oven. Blueberry, ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful, beautiful friends. You 2.2 million awakening, wonderful people. You, I thank you for watching The Benny Show this morning. We have a packed show for you. This was one hell of a weekend, and I think we are seeing the collapse of neoliberalism and the modern Democratic Party in our day. That is why you saw in the supercut right there that the entire corporate media establishment is in panic. Trust me, I know these people. I've been a part of their stupid little cocktail parties. I've seen inside of their dumb little companies. I've worked for some of these companies, embarrassingly enough, in a lifetime ago. But ladies and gentlemen, I digress. I've had my little press badges. I've had press access to Congress and to the White House, and I've asked questions during the White House briefing. Let me tell you a little secret. When these people, who are the most hive-minded, NPC, low-information don't want to step out of the pack, least intellectual, most herd-minded individuals on planet Earth, the corporate press, all begin to say the same thing, you know that they are in panic. You know that the talking points have come out. You know that it's time to worry. If you are a lib, if you are a Joe Biden supporting lib, and you turned on the television this weekend, there was no good news. There was every person that you have trusted over the last many decades of your life to regurgitate to you the talking points of the day, the current thing, telling you it's panic time. It's time to worry. We are finished. This administration is collapsing. Republicans are going to come roaring back and they know what comes with them. 
I'm back and hell's, I'm bringing hell with me. What is that? The Kurt Russell line, right? From Tombstone? What's the exact line? Let me know in the comments. They're back. Republicans are back. And they know that what's going to happen when Republicans take Congress is that the end of the neoliberal age is upon us. That it will be a rebirth of freedom and patriotism and Americanism and the refounding of this country will be at hand because there is a group of people with their broken ideas that are on their way out. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is 80 years old. Nancy Pelosi is 82. Mitch McConnell is 80. George Soros is 95 years old. Klaus Schwab is 85 years old. There is a group of people, a gen... A gerontocracy is what it's called when it's ruled by one certain subclass of age group. And these people have been in power their entire lives and they are finally getting to end their last notes in power, right? They can't stay there forever, so they must do something. They must have a final stroke. And that final stroke, they wish to recreate our economy, recreate our energy sector, recreate and reconstitute everything about America and make this place horrible. To fold America into a globalist deck of cards controlled by a far-off elite. That is what they want their swan song to be. And that is what we are fighting right now. A group of people with their broken ideas. Now, George, George Lucas, somebody who I think is really great, a master of cinema and... Gave the world one of the best trilogies uh, ever, maybe the greatest trilogy in Hollywood history with Star Wars. He was asked, how did Star Wars come to be? And he said that the old studio heads had to either retire or pass away for him to make Star Wars. Meaning their ideas had to essentially die with them. That these bad ideas are going to not leave the political arena until this generation essentially passes out of power. And so what we are fighting right now with Joe Biden, what we are fighting right now with the truly entrenched corporate Washington elite is a bad set of ideas that permeates both parties. And these bad ideas are there to lock you up and hold you down and keep you in slavery. They wish to enlarge and engross federal government control over your life and to do it in a manner that leaves a mark so that they'll be written about in the history books. But we don't want that history, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want it. And so they can shove it with the Republican Congress coming back. Kevin McCarthy is not part of that group. Kevin McCarthy is not a member of that gerontocracy. Kevin McCarthy is in his like 50s, I think, young 50s. He's of a totally different class of people and listens to a totally different group of people. I'm not saying the guy's perfect, but I'm saying he's not Nancy Pelosi. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. 
And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. Who has a completely an utterly different parasitic and poisonous agenda for this country. I'm saying that what Joe Biden and his cohort are doing right now is so destructive because they wish to leave their mark. And it is our job to push back against that mark. And it is our job to sense when the winds are changing and to lean in. When you have the punch going your direction, you're going to want to roll with those punches. And so we're going to roll with the gifts that have been given to us. And we're going to reconstitute America the way it was meant to be founded. I'm very, very excited about it. Did Joe Biden just impeach himself? This is a story that I've seen covered nowhere. Nowhere else. We did some research this weekend on a New York Times story that was a bombshell revelation about Joe Biden potentially committing the one of the worst crimes you can commit as president. As president, you get to install your government, and it is massive. It shouldn't be this massive. It was never designed to be this massive, but it is enormous, the amount of power that you get as chief executive in this country. Not only are you head of the military, but you're able to appoint the law enforcement officers and the judges, justices. You're able to appoint heads of all of these departments that are never ending. I mean, the alphabet list of alphabet boys goes on and on and on and on. We should purge our federal government, obviously, of this power, but that's a totally different conversation. Joe Biden wields this power right now, and Joe Biden gets to appoint the top law enforcement agent in the nation, known as the Attorney General. His name is Merrick Garland. A news story broke this week, and from the New York Times, from within Joe Biden's cabinet, people worried that Joe Biden is pushing for obstruction of justice within his own law enforcement arms. This is clearly illegal and impeachable. And we're going to get to exactly how presidents have collapsed their administrations by doing just this, overstepping and overreaching. But first, let's read the article so that you have the facts. This is from the Washington Examiner. And this is why you're seeing panic in Washington, D.C., A new report claims that Joe Biden has told people he wants former President Trump to be prosecuted. A leak was published in the New York Times on Saturday that Democrats are mounting internal pressure on the Justice Department to take actions against Trump and people within his orbit for retaliation to the Capitol riot. Many focus on Attorney General Merrick Garland as a deliberative approach in the report, causing frustration. As recently as last year, Mr. Biden confided to his inner circle that he believed that former President Donald J. Trump was a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted, according to people familiar with comments. The report read, And while the president has never communicated his frustrations directly to Garland, 
He has said privately that he wants Garland to act less like a ponderous judge and more like a prosecutor who is willing to take decisive action, actions over the events of January 6th. Couple things here. One, Joe Biden is not attempting to prosecute Trump or wishing for the prosecution of Trump because Trump committed any crimes. You had four years of investigations into Donald Trump without a single crime being put on the docket. What Joe Biden is asking for is the elimination of his number one political opponent, which is what this is all about. You're seeing lawsuits to try and disqualify Madison Cawthorn, Marjorie Taylor Greene, various other people who wanted a free and fair election in 2020, and now for their troubles, they are being the targets of lawfare attempting to rip them off the ballot to steal from them the very capacity to run for office. Now, these suits are being thrown out, thankfully, and these suits this entire line of thinking dates back to the Civil War. And even then, old Confederate generals or old Confederate soldiers, the Supreme Court essentially allowed them to continue to run for office. And they essentially paused this, this clause in the Constitution. So it, it's really reaching on Democrats' part. But with Joe Biden, just as everything, just as ever, it is just a venal abuse of power in pursuit of his own gains. Joe Biden is wishing for Trump to be prosecuted in order to take Trump out. That is the goal. And now he's pushing his law enforcement arms to do so. Now, the New York Times, I know this is going to come as a shock to you, dear viewer, but the New York Times is not a right-wing publication. The New York Times doesn't like Donald Trump. The New York Times is in the tank for Joe Biden and gives him foot massages every single night before they drop a Werther's original ever so tenderly on his tongue and say, sleep tight, old man. And this is put him to bed around what would be the bedtime for Joe Biden, 5.45 p.m. in the afternoon. The New York Times loves Joe Biden, but even the New York Times is sitting there saying, wait, what would they prosecute Trump for? Just what Trump would be prosecuted for is unclear. However, the House Committee investigating the Capitol riot says his investigations have reason to believe that Trump and his associates broke multiple laws to overturn the 2020 election. Nevertheless, House committees can only make criminal referrals, leaving the onus on the Justice Department. Trump and his associates have repeatedly denied any criminal uh, criminality related to the Capitol riot, and even a conspiracy theory about missing Trump phone calls has blown up in the corporate media's face this weekend when they admitted that that was all indeed a conspiracy theory. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated, and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. 
Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. In October, Biden urged the Justice Department to prosecute anyone who defied subpoenas for the Capitol riot investigations. So this is an ongoing effort for Joe Biden to influence his law enforcement officials. Yes, I do, Biden said to reporters when asked if the DOJ should prosecute anyone who resisted subpoenas. I hope the committee goes after them and holds them accountable criminally. Well, okay, that's obstruction of justice. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in charge of law in this country. As the president, you are de facto in charge of law because you are appointing the law enforcement officials. You have pardon power. You have to be very, very careful uh, with these kind of comments because you must be seen as above these processes. Obstruction of justice is stating as president, you must do this or you should criminally prosecute that. That's for your Justice Department to operate upon with the statue out front with the blinders on. Remember, the lady's blindfolded because justice is indeed blind. Now, is there any type of historic grounds for a president to be impeached for obstruction of justice? Something that is clearly being reported here by the New York Times, Joe Biden is engaged in currently? Well, yes, yes, indeed. Richard Nixon was forced to resign. After he was accused of obstruction of justice, attempting to impede the investigation of the Watergate break-in and protect those responsible and conceal the existence of the overall illegal activities. By the way, the Watergate break-in is old world spying on your political opponents, old world gathering of information on those who are your political rivals. This was Richard Nixon doing this. Richard Nixon didn't need to do this. Richard Nixon won the presidency with like 48 states. I mean, it was a landslide. It's insane paranoia, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Joe Biden is in the same type of paranoid, feeble state. And Joe Biden is attempting to do everything, including lawfare, to attempt his political rivals to have access to power. Richard Nixon's undoing was indeed Richard Nixon. Same as Bill Clinton. So in case you're wondering if this is just a single party issue, Bill Clinton was impeached on obstruction of justice charges. Two total charges, lying to Congress, obstruction of justice. Bill Clinton impeached for obstruction of justice. So in case you're wondering if there's any type of recent history precedent here for a president ordering or asking for his law enforcement agents to go after various people or to commit lawfare against his political opponent, Joe Biden is sleepwalking into a bear trap here. I believe that we are the first people to come out with a sort of line of thinking, but hey, this is why we do what we do. We want you to be informed. We believe that Joe Biden, and we do not state this lightly, is looking at another article of impeachment here. Because Joe Biden is already looking at an article of impeachment based on what he is doing to destroy our southern border. Joe Biden is openly and onerously breaking American law to destroy our southern border and to erode security in this country. 
There are so many laws on the books. We've done many specials on them talking about exactly how America's border should be managed, passed many times by Democrat Congresses, Democrat Congresses that Joe Biden was a part of. Immigration laws from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s that Joe Biden voted for, in fact, that Joe Biden is openly violating. Now, there's your article of impeachment. I think that this is easily your second article of impeachment if Joe Biden is indeed, according to the New York Times, pushing for the prosecution of his political enemies. You may recall that Donald Trump was impeached for phone calls about Ukraine asking for an investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop and his dirty business dealings. And boy, howdy, do we have an update on that? Just wait, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan Turley, who is one of the foremost and truly we respect him on this show. We do not believe Jonathan Turley is a right winger. Jonathan Turley is a very well-known lawyer and legal scholar at George Washington University. You can find him often on Fox News, but he is, we believe, a very clear-minded, clear-eyed assessor of American politics and political precedent. Jonathan Turley is up on his blog with a number of scathing articles about Joe Biden's handling of the Justice Department. First article says that Jonathan Turley believes that Joe Biden is really on perilous legal grounds declaring the guilt of individuals before investigations. Joe Biden may be sued by Kyle Rittenhouse for exactly this. You remember that Joe Biden slandered and smeared Kyle Rittenhouse, an innocent man as being a white supremacist. Joe Biden is famous for demonizing and blowing utterly out of proportion, as he is known to do, the people who are indeed innocent. Joe Biden talked about Jesse Smollett, obviously, as an angel. Joe Biden's been on the wrong side of history, essentially in every battle he's ever staked a claim on. During the last administration, the media was critical of Donald Trump's repeated public calls for action from the Justice Department or attacking the handling of pending investigations. The media and expert, however, media experts have been largely silent as Joe Biden declared the guilt of individuals or promised punishments even before the commencement of investigations. The latest example is the leaking of Biden's desire to have Attorney General Merrick Garland prosecute Donald Trump. Biden is now being widely reported as wanting Garland to prosecute Trump. His close associates made sure that the media reported that the president wants Garland to act less like a ponderous judge and more like a prosecutor about the events of January 6th. You don't want to know what people in America right now don't care about? January 6th. Do you want to know what people in America do care about right now? The open border, hyperinflation, stagflation, the cost of groceries, the cost of their gas, and the indoctrination of their children. Those are the things that America cares about. Oh, and by the way, not starting World War III. I assure you on a list of things that Americans care about on a day-to-day basis, January 6th is not it. Sorry, ding, ding, go back to jail, start again. Absent new evidence, Turley writes, of direct culpability, such a prosecution would likely result in acquittal or the appellate reversal. How many times can you acquit, uh, acquit Donald Trump? He's already the most acquitted president in history, acquitted on two impeachment charges. They've automatically entered into the record now impeachment as a political cudgel. They've destroyed the constitutionally protected 
asset of impeachment for Congress, for a president, by using it as just a political tool. You remember them walking through the halls of Congress, right? You remember the procession as they walked the impeachment article through Congress? <laughs> oh, the monks, the monks are singing and chiming and chanting. And they're, Adam Schiff is like walking the articles of impeachment over to the Senate. People, Oh, it'll be beautiful, though, when they actually have the articles on Joe Biden and, more importantly, when Republicans have control of both chambers because the Democrats never had control of both chambers when Donald Trump was president. Jonathan Turley writes that this is insanity to go after Donald Trump unless there's some type of, like, smoking gun that says Donald Trump was trying to rig the election. That would raise concerns over the Justice Department's pursuant of a political rather than a legal agenda. The very danger that Garland pledged she would avoid when he stressed, I am not the president's lawyer, I am the United States lawyer. So Garland does not want to be in this position. Garland was already burned by the assessment of American parents as terrorists. You may remember that. You may remember uh, Garland sort of retreating on that front, apologizing essentially on that front. And now there's extreme scrutiny of federal law enforcement as it pertains to their political prosecutions and even their own inspector general Horowitz is starting to say you guys need to chill out on this stuff you need to back off because you're losing the only power that we have which is to be a nonpartisan, independent investigative and law enforcement body there was a scathing review by the attorney general the inspector general uh, sorry that said that there is extreme erosion in Americans' belief uh, in their law enforcement, and we need to set about restoring that faith. Maybe Merrick Garland is realizing that the sinking ship of the Biden administration is not something that he wants to chain himself to, and certainly he wouldn't want to bring drag Trump in, as legal experts are arguing here, in order to get a big fat acquittal. That's the last thing that you need if you're in Merrick Garland's position right now. Jonathan Turley says that the only way to move forward for a Biden administration is to appoint a special counsel to begin to investigate the Biden crime family. This is bombshell stuff. Jonathan Turley, again, one of the foremost legal scholars in America, is saying that this Biden scandal is about to blow. Things are about to come to pass and Americans are about to be awakened to what a criminal resides inside of the Oval Office and that he is the head of a criminal enterprise. If you have Jonathan Turley, again, a lecturer and legal scholar at George Washington University, openly stating here in The Hill, I'm reading to you from The Hill, that the Biden family was directed in their criminality and their shady business dealings by Joe Biden himself. This is Jonathan Turley writing, you got a problem. I read to you from thehill.com, Jonathan Turley. Biden's absolute defense of Hunter Biden leaves the media and Justice Department in a muddle. The key in any influence peddling schemes to is to protect the principle. People apparently were told to avoid directly referring to President Biden. In one email, Tony Bobolinsky, then business partner of Hunter, was instructed by Biden associate James Gillar to speak about the former Veep's connection to any transactions. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's when you are face-to-face, I know you know, but they are very paranoid. 
Instead, the emails demand that Joe Biden be referred to as code names like Celtic or the big guy. In one, the big guy is discussed as possibly receiving a 10% cut of a business deal with a Chinese energy firm. The Washington Post has, of course, validated that and even informed its readers last week that Joe Biden had keys to an office owned by a Chinese communist in downtown D.C., which he shared with Hunter Biden and Jill Biden. Oh, just in case you're wondering if the first lady was in on all of this. Woof. Man, these people are going to burn. Despite President Biden's repeated claims that he knew nothing about these dealings, Bobolinsky said that he personally met with the senior Biden, Joe Biden, to discuss Hunter Biden's business activities. And as vice president, Joe Biden flew to China on Air Force Two with Hunter Biden, who arranged for his father to meet some of his business interests. Hunter Biden's financial interest in the Chinese back investments firm, the name of the partners is BHR Partners, was registered within weeks of that trip. Yet President Biden repeatedly insisted that he never discuss such dealings with his son, a claim that Hunter Biden has contradicted. They're going down. They're going down. And in case you need in case you need to see for the record exactly how bad it has gotten, watch Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, this weekend, sweating and squirming like a worm on a hook when asked by former Bill Clinton Flack, and if anybody should know about obstruction of justice or about impeachments, it should be Bill Clinton Flack, George Stephanopoulos, now inexplicably an anchor on ABC News. Unbelievable. The human centipede of DNC hack to corporate press. It continues. It's continuing with Jen Psaki. It's sickening. But here we have the chief of staff to Joe Biden being asked by former Bill Clinton hack and flack George Stephanopoulos. Dude, y'all are guilty as sin. Watch this man sweat like a whore in church and lie. Go. We also know the Justice Department is intensifying its investigation into Hunter Biden, the president's son. I assume the president has had no contact with the Justice Department about that? Uh, Neither the president or any of us at the White House have had any contact with the Justice Department about that. Is the president confident Hunter Biden didn't break the law? Of course the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, But most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. The Washington Post also reported this week on deals that Hunter Biden had with a Chinese energy company, paid $4.8 million to entities controlled by Hunter and the president's brother. Is the president confident his family didn't cross any ethical lines? Uh, George, the president is confident that his uh, family did the right thing. But again, I want to just be really clear. These are actions by uh, Hunter and his brother. They're private matters. They don't involve the president. And they certainly are something that no one at the White House is involved in. When you listen to the lies and when you hear the panic in the voices of the corporate press and indeed the top members of the White House, and when you watch the moves like Jen Psaki fleeing the White House, when you watch the moves like Kamala Harris's top person in charge left her office this morning, uh, this was breaking just a few minutes before we went live, Kamala Harris is losing her top staffer. You begin to say, wait a second, there's a pattern here. There's a trend. You better be smart. 
and you better pay attention. This is going to happen fast. The collapse of the Biden regime is happening, and it's not going to end with them walking off into the sunset. It will most likely end in chains. Joe Biden's famous, and I remember I was watching this speech myself. Joe Biden said in 2012, I think, 2012, the campaign of 2012, to a majority-minority audience in West Virginia, campaign stop, that Republicans are going to put you all back in chains. Isn't it beautiful how the turntables turn, ladies and gentlemen? Because it seems like Hunter Biden is going to be the one in chains, and maybe Joe along with him. Let's see. Jonathan Turley, the top legal expert again, says this. Hunter Biden had nothing to sell but influence. All President Biden had to do was facilitate such schemes and be accessible to allow his family to deliver face-to-face meetings and photo ops. It's hard to imagine. This is so, this is so heavy, guys. It's hard to imagine a stronger case for a special counsel. Any effort to investigate Hunter Biden's dealings will lead investigators to encounter repeated references to the president and how he may have benefited from those schemes. At this time, the president is absolutely standing by his denial that his son did anything wrong or made any money in China, even though the Washington Post is out with a 4,000-word report about how much money the Bidens made in China. I don't state the Washington Post because I'm a subscriber or a reader. These people are hacks. I'm telling you this because I know how these people operate. They are hive mind. They are working towards a sole goal. And the goal is that Joe Biden is so damaged and he is so hurting the potential for there to even be a Democrat party in the future that they must get him out of office. Now the media have turned on him. The calls are coming from inside the house. The breakup is real. And ladies and gentlemen, they are going for the jugular. Garland has pledged to protect the Justice Department from conflicts of interest and avoid even the appearance of political influence. Now, he has a president stating that the alleged wrongdoing of his son is absolutely untrue. So how could you possibly argue against a special counsel for Hunter Biden? You have to do it. You have to intern a special counsel. It has to be outside of the purview of the president, outside of the purview of the regular dealings of the law enforcement agencies that he oversees and that he appoints the heads of. And that special counsel, when they finally look in to the allegations against the Biden crime family, will recognize that this criminal enterprise goes all the way to the top. Breaking reports from this weekend found that Hunter Biden's own text messages reveal that he had to give half of his salary to Joe Biden. Now, Hunter Biden is indeed a deeply troubled individual, and I'm not sure he even remembers sending these text messages, but let's take them at face value. Hunter Biden complaining in his own words that he has to give half of his salary to his father. So every single shady business deal was a direct benefit, conflict of interest to Joe Biden. Not only that, their entire criminal organization is turning on them. It's what makes that clip of Ron Klain so devastating. Ron Klain says the president is confident that his family did the right thing. What does that mean, Ron Klain, White House chief of staff? There again, 
They want to be really clear. These are the actions of Hunter and his brother. They're a private matter. Does that sound confident to you? I have the script right in front of me of what the White House Chief of Staff, inarguably the most powerful man in the Biden administration. Many people say that the president of the United States is Ron Klain because Joe Biden is a non-functional houseplant at this point, right? Joe Biden is the dog that does what it's told, the trick dog, right? That just does what it's told and doesn't quite comprehend the world around it. It just wants to get the treat. Joe Biden repeats all these dumb stories, bungles us into World War III and his European trips. Joe Biden ain't in charge. He's not. Come on. We don't have to play you the supercut of Joe Biden talking for you to know this. Joe Biden's not in charge. Many on Twitter say that Ron Klain is the man who's actually in charge of this country. And so when Ron Klain is saying, hey, uh, <laughs> it was just what Hunter and his brother James Biden, the brother of Joe Biden, his name is James Biden. It's just what Hunter and James were doing. <laughs> we, we don't know anything. Well, that's actually a change of tune because it used to be Joe Biden just demanding that his son Hunter was the smartest guy I know, the best business mind, hugging him at the inauguration. Hunter Biden was there on stage at the DNC convention. If you look through the actual text messages, Hunter and Joe Biden have a long, long conversation about why Joe needs to run for president in order to essentially save the family business because they were they knew that they were going down. This entire operation was, you could argue, in their own words, go ahead and read the National Pulse, uh, Raheem Kassam writing at the National Pulse, going through the text messages on Hunter Biden's laptop with his father, this entire presidential administration was set up in order to protect the Biden family from criminal investigation. The easiest way to do that would be to run for president and appoint your own law enforcement agents, right? Well, those law enforcement agents are now pushing back on Joe Biden, and it seems as though the coil is tightening around the family. Maria Bartiromo had Ron Johnson on yesterday. Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, a senator and a champion of freedom, a patriot, and we hope to speak to him on this show very soon. Ron Johnson was dropping bombs. He ripped open Hunter Biden's laptop live on air, and he talked about the business deals that compromised Joe Biden and make him a leader that will be impeached. Because you cannot be making all of this money illegally and through influence peddling, not disclose it, run for president, and then tell us that you're going to be tough on China and that you don't have any dual loyalty, that you, that you don't have any type of compromise with China. And so this Hunter Biden thread that they pull it's going to unwind the entire family. Ron Johnson knows it, and Ron Johnson stated yesterday on Maria Bartiromo's show that Joe Biden is indeed compromised. Listen. But here's what we know. We know that uh, Hunter Biden's business partner, who's also on the board of Breesman, is now a convicted felon. We know that he, Devin Archer, met with Joe Biden two months after the Revolution of Dignity in Ukraine, five days before Joe Biden made a trip to Ukraine, was named the point person for the Obama administration. A day after that, Devin Archer is named to the board of Burisma, that corrupt oil and gas company. Uh, a few weeks later, uh, Hunter Biden is named to the board. They collected about $4 million from Burisma. So it's just a timeline. What happened in just a month shows corruption is sleazy. Again, I don't know what's legal, what's illegal, but at a minute, minimum, it is incredibly sleazy. 
And I think you have to assume, as Tony Boblinski told us, that Joe Biden as president is compromised. You know, why else did he cancel the Nord Stream, S, uh, Nord Stream 2 uh, sanctions? Why did he cancel the China initiative, which is the Department of Justice initiative, to try and investigate and uncover Chinese theft of intellectual property? What is going yeah. on here? I don't know all the details, but you know who does, Maria? Chinese intelligence, Russian intelligence, probably Iranian, North Korean intelligence. And here's the really sad part. I believe our FBI and U.S. intelligence agencies know as well. They're just not going to tell us or you, the American public. Are you ready to accept the fact that a criminal enterprise is in charge of this country and are using their connections through their intelligence and law enforcement agencies to remain a criminal enterprise and to extort our departments of justice, extort our press into not covering these things, social media into banning stories about it. You'll note this morning that Elon Musk became the number one shareholder of Twitter. This is going to be fascinating to see how this works. But Twitter, of course, being the chief among the social media companies to just not cover Hunter Biden's laptop. The bloody OJ glove. It's the bloody OJ glove of politics. It's the most bombshell piece of evidence we've ever had of political criminality and they banned you from talking about it. So what does that say about how truthful and real it actually is? Trust me, they don't ban the things that aren't real. They didn't want you talking about it. The criminal enterprise rolls on, but not, not without speed bumps, ladies and gentlemen. The reason that Joe Biden wants to prosecute Donald Trump is that he is flipping on the telly. He's watching, not, not, at night because the rallies, Trump's rallies are way too late in the night for Joe Biden to be awake. Joe Biden's watching in the morning and seeing what Donald Trump is doing around the country. And whenever Donald Trump has a rally, we always think that it's important to play you clips of what uh, 45 is saying. He was in Michigan this weekend and whoa Nelly is Donald Trump coming roaring back. Donald Trump said that all these Democrats are leaving office because they know they're going to get their asses kicked. We now are on a record rate of retirements for Democrats and members of the House and members of Congress. And I think that number is going to ratchet up much, much higher this spring. Donald Trump, take it away. Because with the right leadership, America will be back greater, stronger, and more powerful than ever before. One of the first things we will do when Republicans retake Congress, and it could be big, let's not talk about it. It could be big. I heard today 68 seats, but I don't want to say that because if it's 67, they'll say Trump suffered a humiliating defeat. Now I heard numbers from 20 to 68, 68 so far the highest, every week it seems to get higher. All of these Democrat Congress people are retiring because they're getting their ass kicked in every poll because they're so incompetent. Politics is a power and influence game and you don't leave a position of power and influence if you feel as though you're going to gain power and influence, right? Why would you sell a stock if you know it's going to explode? Why would you sell in the why would you sell if you know that you're going to have more power, more wealth, more money? You hold, you hold your stock, right? You hold your investment and you gain value and you gain power. 
Democrats are selling. If you view the political arena as a stock market, the Democrats are short selling right now. They've had 31 or 32 retirements. My team will get it for me. And meanwhile, Donald Trump has 32,000 people at these rallies. I mean, he is packing stadiums. You can hear the thunderous applause there. I think that the energy is as high as I've ever seen it. And we monitor Donald Trump on the road very closely. Trump says this of Joe Biden. Again, why is Joe Biden wanting for the prosecution of Donald Trump? Because he knows lightning ain't going to be able to strike twice. He knows that in 2024, he'll be beat like a drum, especially with this pitiful record. We don't think that Joe Biden's running in 2024. Obviously, the fix is in for Joe Biden. But nonetheless, Donald Trump taking a savage hammer to this old, old, sad nursing home patient in the White House. Go. You ever see Biden when he says, it's great to be with the people of Ohio? No, no, you're in Michigan. No, no. Or he's in Florida. And he says, it's great to be with the people of Iowa. No, no, no. They're palm trees out there. They don't have palm trees. Then he says, this is a beautiful Sunday afternoon to be with. No, no, no. This is Saturday. If I ever made a mistake like that, they'd say he should get out of office immediately. But Biden used to make it all the time. He still does, actually. They corrupt. How about he makes a press conference and they always have like four corrections. No, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean what he said. He didn't mean any of it. Actually, it's very insulting, though. You know, you're the president on all these people that half of them didn't have a job a year and a half ago, and they're correcting everything he says. Actually, they'd be better off if they just left it. It would probably be better off. Joe Biden, in one trip to Europe, said that America would use chemical weapons, alluded to America using chemical weapons, said that if Putin used chemical weapons, America would respond in kind, said that there would be boots on the ground in Ukraine for American forces, the 82nd Airborne, and said that Vladimir Putin must not remain in power than advocating for regime change. Not even Kamala Harris backed him up on that one. Kamala Harris came out against Joe Biden this weekend in case you needed another little piece in the mosaic of the Biden regime collapsing. His own vice president is now disavowing him. Not good. Not great. But Donald Trump didn't just go after Joe Biden and the inability for him to use the language of the country that Joe Biden currently resides as president of. Joe Biden cannot speak English. Someone who should probably not be allowed to speak very freely. It doesn't ever do a good job when Hillary Clinton does a hit on social media. Hillary Clinton was on MSNBC this weekend. I'm watching it and just like, what is it that makes you think this person's appealing? Hillary Clinton, man. Hillary Clinton was also, of course, uh, 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 somebody that Donald Trump had to talk about in this rally. The energy was too high. He had to go there. Listen. You know, the most angry person anywhere in this country is Hillary Clinton, because she said, why the hell didn't you do that for me? She's angry at the Democrats. She wants to know why they didn't do it for, for her. Thank you. 
an oldie but a goodie, the old lock her up chant. Somebody who's not going to get locked up inside of the sinking ship of the Biden administration is Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki fled on Friday. She's not officially leaving yet. She's still doing press briefings, which is insane and unethical. But Jen Psaki is still doing press briefings. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, wasn't going to spare Jen. Uh, Donald Trump saying that, you know, she's going to MSDNC. You know, that's right. They need a redhead. They don't have a redhead over there. (laughs) Come on, on, Trump, go. Good Trump. The woman with the really beautiful red hair, she left. And she was hit so hard by the military because they knew I was right. The military understood I was right. You know, she's going to MSDNC. You know that, right? Right? They need a redhead. They don't have a redhead over there, so they need a redhead. But you also had a president who always put our country first. It was America first, always. Jen Psaki, not happy about that one. Imagine Donald Trump making fun of your hair. Woof. It was a beautiful rally. We love seeing the energy out there. We love seeing the patriotism, and we love you. We love this audience. This is how we change the country. Elon Musk is now the number one stakeholder in Twitter. We've sold all of our Disney stock. We are very proud of the people who are creating a new parallel economy in this country. It's time for us to push back. It's time for us to declare with a single voice that we are not going to allow this nation to be collapsed by a gerontocracy, meaning a rule of the few and a rule of a single class of people, a single class of people that are acting against your interests. These people want to destroy the American dollar. They want to destroy your ability to use fossil fuels, raise your children. They don't want you to be a parent or have any say in your child's education. They're eroding our borders, our national sovereignty, and our military. These people don't like you, in case that wasn't clear. They don't want you to lead a happy life. They want to be in total control over you, and so that's the choice, right? The choice is them controlling every aspect of your life, cradle to to grave, or you controlling every aspect of your life and making the adventurous, exciting and unique decisions for you and your family and having the freedom, the God-given freedom, to choose the life you wish to lead. We on this show support that very, very much. And we support you. That's why we do this program every single day. And we just want to thank you for subscribing, for liking the show, for sharing the show. Our best advertising vector is you. We don't spend any money on advertising. We just put a ton of effort. We don't stop. We don't sleep. We don't take weekends off. We put effort into this show to tell you the truth in an entertaining and lighthearted and optimistic way so that you are smart, smart, passionate, a smart, passionate group of patriots is all this country's ever needed to triumph over tyranny. So that's why we have our priorities straight on this show. God, family, country. That's what we talk about here. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.